I just want to speak this morning, uh, uh, well, this morning, I'm still, still behind the times, this evening, um, from, from the Bible, which is a good place to start in church, but uh, if you have a Bible with you, we're going to have the scriptures come up on the, on the screen. Uh, from Matthew chapter 4, verse 16, and if you are new to church or you're visiting with us, we want to say it's really great to see you, and hopefully we can catch up with you and have a, um, a meet up with you after the service. That would be great. But um, in Matthew chapter 4, verse 16, it says this, The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where death casts its shadow, a light has shined. And this, this is talking about Jesus coming into the world as the light from heaven. So I've got a couple of questions I want to launch from tonight and... These are, I don't need you to answer the question, so they're, 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 you don't do that. You don't have to yell out the, the answer. But the questions are, who is Jesus and what is Christmas? They're questions you just ask yourself. Who is Jesus and what is Christmas? So hopefully tonight I can explain those two things in a, in a, in a way that makes some sense to you. But Christmas is about God sending Jesus into the darkness of the world to bring us salvation. Now I'm using lots of Christianese words. I'm going to explain what a lot of these words mean tonight. So hopefully you can take some notes, write things down, and you'll remember what these things... Because we sing songs and we use all these different words. We're singing like Emmanuel and all this stuff. We're thinking, well, who is he? Well, it's a word. I'll explain what that means as we go along tonight. But um, it's not just... you know, Christ, uh, Christmas... It's not just so that we can eat Christmas hams and, eat, and Christmas puddings and, and go around looking at Christmas lights. Who loves all that? I love it. I've been eating so much Christmas ham already. By the time Christmas comes, I'll, I'll be over it. But they're great ways to, to celebrate, and I love living in a country that celebrates Christmas like that. And I want to tell you, church, we need to be people who, who are glad that we can live in a country that we celebrate Jesus Christ like that. Something we shouldn't take for granted and that we need to, to um, protect that in our country, that we, are, that we are believers in Jesus Christ and we can celebrate all those things. Uh, it's a great thing we have. But when Jesus was born, it marked a transfer of holiness from heaven to earth. So when Jesus came as a baby, there was a transfer of God's holiness onto earth, you know, caught in this little baby, which was Jesus, who was God in flesh. And he came to us bringing his holiness that had been separated from the fall of mankind that we didn't have anymore. And Jesus came to bring holiness back to the world. So, so that we could be made righteous, so that we could be made right with God, so that we who lived in darkness could be brought into the light, that we could be brought into the holiness that is God. So when, when Jesus was born, it marked that transfer of holiness from heaven, 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 heaven to earth. I want to give you a classic Christmas story that we're just going to park on just for, for a little moment. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And we saw this displayed in that last song in that uh, great video. But Jesus, it says, uh, Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 to 2, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea. During the reign of King Herod, about that time, wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, 
Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. Verse 3 says, King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this. And I'll just put this to you. We, see, we, we sang a few songs here tonight about um, Jesus being our only king. Just here's something to think about. When you are a king in your own kingdom, the news of a baby king will disturb you. And may I just add to that, when we have our own king on a seat of, of that place in our own life, then thinking of giving that worship and honour to someone else is disturbing. So just think about that one. But the wise men searched for a newborn king to worship. They searched for a newborn king so that they could bring their offerings, their gifts to him. They followed a star until they found who they were looking for, until they found Jesus. Some, some people search until they discover and others just feel disturbed when it comes to our spiritual walk with God. So some people, they, they, they want to discover who God is. They want to discover about Jesus. And they, they keep searching until they find something. And some people just live in a constant state of disturbance in their spirit. And so today, I hope that you can come to a point of peace with God and understand that you don't have to live with a disturbed life, but you can live with peace in your life. So Herod died with, with a, a disturbed man, so disturbed he killed thousands of babies to try and get rid of the newborn king that they had told him about. Getting back to these wise men, they found Jesus by following a star in the dark. They found Jesus because they were able to follow a star in the darkness. Now a little bit about Jesus. Because we talk a lot about Jesus in church. We, we Maybe we have our own opinions about who Jesus was. I want to show you just a few little things about him from from words that describe Jesus. So the word Jesus itself means to deliver or rescue. It comes from the, the old Hebrew word Joshua that um, is, is, I guess, uh, um, Anglo-Saxonized to, to what we call Jesus. So Jesus means to deliver, to rescue. So someone who rescues another. So Jesus' name right from the beginning that the angel told Joseph, his, his earthly father, you, you, your fiancé is going to have a baby. You've got to call him Jesus. You're going to call him uh, a deliverer, rescuer. So that's what the name Jesus means. Is this helpful tonight? This will change your life if you get a hold of it. The, the, the second thing, Christ. Who's ever heard of that? Some people say that as a swear word, but it's not. It means anointed one. That comes from a Greek background, uh, a Greek-Roman sort of a Latin kind of language. But it means, Christ means to, to be anointed, the chosen one. And we, we refer that when we call Jesus Christ, we're saying Jesus is the Savior, the one who saves, and he's the one who was sent from God. He's the anointed one, the chosen one. Another word, Messiah, that's a Hebrew word that is equivalent of Christ. It means the same thing. So if we say Christ or Messiah, it's the same word, uh, same meaning, different words. Another one, Savior, that's a person who saves someone else. That's from, from a combination of Latin, Greek, and Old French. And we get that in our language today. We're really good in the English language of mushing all things together. So we've got a little bit of Latin in that one, a little bit of Greek, and a little bit of Old French all come together. So if you think of the word Savior, it does sound a bit French, doesn't it? If you've got a good imagination. <laughs> if I say it differently, it might. But Emmanuel, there's another word. That, that means God 
is with us. That's pure Hebrew word there. And so hopefully this, this is uh, giving us some, some background to the labels that we hear in church or the things that we say about Jesus and really don't know what it means. So hopefully that helps you this Christmas to understand some of these things. But Jesus is much more than just a label or these words that we say. He's much more than a prophet. And I know sometimes I'll say things like the Bible is, is from cover to cover, um, all the way through. It's, it's all about Jesus. Well, I want to take that one step further. I want to tell you something. The universe, the earth, your life, from, from the moment you're born to the day you die, is all about discovering Jesus. The whole universe is created so that people can discover Jesus. I'm excited about that. Jesus is much more than just a prophet or a teacher. Some people say, well, he was just a good man and, and, and uh, um, he, he got a good reputation and so he had some followers. He's much, much more than that. He wasn't just a prophet or a teacher. He is the promised Savior and he is the Son of God. And we need, to, we need to recognize that, that he is the light of the world that brings the power of God into our, our existence. John verse um, John chapter 8, verse 12. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you'll have the light that leads to life. I want to tell you something. It's not okay to live with no direction. It's, it's not okay not knowing the way you should live. It's not okay not knowing the way to go. And we all go through stages and phases of life where sometimes we think, well, I'm not really sure what I should do. Not really sure whether I should go this way or that way. That's part of living, but it's not okay to live with no direction about who you are and whose you are because you are called by God. It's not nice to live that way. Turn to someone and say, it's not nice. Darkness confusion, no vision, no plan, just being kind of lost is no way to live. And that's not God's intention for our lives. In darkness, we can be stumbling over good things but can't see what it's worth. So if you're in darkness, just imagine you're, you're out somewhere and you're stumbling around in the dark, you can't see anything. Now you wouldn't know the difference whether you stumbled over a log or a treasure chest. You kind of hit it, would kind of feel the same, sound the same, probably hurt a lot. But you can't tell the difference what you're stumbling over. But in darkness, stumbling over good things, but you can't see what that could be worth. So following as a disciple of Jesus, where he promises light that leads to life, we've got to go after that light. Because you don't want to be stumbling over things and, and going, oh, boom, I, I've hit that thing again. Oh, wow, what is that? That's in my way. And not realizing that, that that is something that God put in your way that is full of treasure, that is full of blessing, that is full of good things. And you're just thinking that because you can't see, because you're, you're in the dark all the time, you're thinking this is a, 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 an obstacle that is in my way that I don't want. Does that make sense to you today? Jesus commissions his followers his believers, to be light to others in the world. Uh, one of our, uh, our mission statement at One Heart Church is, is uh, Matthew 5, and it talks about you are the light of the world. 
like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. And Jesus says this, in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise our name, no, our heavenly Father, because we want to be, we want to be shining a light on behalf of God to the world in which we live. So as Jesus is light, he enables us to shine his light through our lives. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. So when Jesus is working in you, something shines out of you. Something shines out of you. Something ought to seem different in your life, where you work, in the street where you live, in, the, in your family. When you have Jesus shining out of you, there will be something different that people can see. Going back to the Old Testament for a second, Ecclesiastes 11 verse 7. I love these, these, these verses that are just like so small and so, so um, inconspicuous that you can read through the Bible and miss them so easily. But it says, light is sweet, how pleasant to see a new day dawning. Now I just want to tell you something, put this out there. Despite what people tell you about how groovy the darkness is, they have nothing good to wake up to. Now, there's some people who want to say, it's so cool, so amazing to live in my darkness, and they brag about all the bad things that they do. They brag about all the, all the darkness in their life. But you know something? They have nothing good to wake up to. And it's, good, it's a good thing to wake up to the light. Someone here today, you are discovering the light. I want to encourage you to keep seeking after the light. Keep seeking after Jesus. You see, those wise men found Jesus because they followed a light. They found Jesus because they followed a light. King Herod didn't see the light. King Herod wasn't looking for the light. But I want to tell you something. If you have questions, if you have, if you have um, things that you think, I, I wish I understood God, then you've got to just start looking for those little lights around you. There will always be people searching for God. Maybe they work with you. Maybe they live close by or maybe they're, they're related to you. But imagine that glimmer of light that they see is coming from you. That leads them to Jesus. So you've got, you've got to realize if you're a believer here today, I'm taking the liberty of, of expecting that you, you are. But you've got to expect today that people are watching your life. You've got to expect today that people are looking for, for something to follow, some, something to navigate their life from. And, you know, it would be great to think, well, God's just going to speak to us through the clouds. But uh, most of the time, God's going to speak to us through other people as well. Learn, learn your Bible. I love, the, I love the Word of God. I love, the, I love um, knowing what it tells me. And, and I see revelation in it all the time. And I think that... Uh, when we live with that revelation, it helps us to shine a light into every part of our life. Jesus is a light to the world and he shines through the church and he shines through you. I've said this many times before and I think it is true. I think the, the problem that people have in the world who aren't believers is the, the light that they should be seeing is very dimly lit through the church very dimly lit through the Christians. So I want to encourage you, let's give the world the best chance to see Jesus because we want to be shining brightly. It, says, it said back there in Matthew, let your, let your good deeds shine out. So that good deed could be anything. 
We all know what a good deed looks like because we, we love people doing good deeds to us and we need to be gracious and kind and loving and helpful. All those things are shining your good deeds. So people can say, well, you know what? When, when I needed help, there was a Christian. When I needed help, there was someone who helped me. There was someone who, who spoke to me, someone who cared for me, someone who was kind to me. Because anyone can be the grouch. That's, now, I'm really good at it most of the time. That's why God gave me Pauline to say, you're being a grouch. <laughs> Let me give you one last thought. As Christians, we often think of the presence uh, in, in life in general. What's under the tree? We're at Christmas time. What's under the Christmas tree? And, you know, I couldn't sleep on Christmas Eve because I was so excited about what was under the tree. There's a package under the tree. There's a present all wrapped up and it has my name on it. And I know there's nobody else is going to get that, but I have to wait till Christmas morning before I'm allowed to unwrap that thing. Who's ever had that feeling? I used to, I, mean, I think I still do wait on Christmas Eve. I'm just like, I, you know, can't sleep. I know there's a present under that tree and it's wrapped and it's got my name on it. In Isaiah, Isaiah 45 verse 3, this is what God says. And I'll give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. And I'll do this to you. Uh, I'll do this so you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. So when I read this, I think, you know what? God has things that we don't know about, that we, we can't see, that we could never know. You know, we do live in a dark world. We do live in this world that is, is um, broken by sin. We, we're all affected by it. And I think when we come into uh, understanding that, and Jesus says, I'll give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. So I want to encourage you today to, to desire to discover those secret riches from God. There are things that were, were, that, that were always ours. They were always meant for us, but we just couldn't see. That's why it's so important to, to live in the light. So important to discover the light in our life because we don't want to go through life stumbling over every obstacle, stumbling over everything, and then thinking, well, why is, why is my way always blocked? And, and you're thinking, but you just, you just stumbled over the, the biggest treasure that you could ever find but but you couldn't see because your life was clouded by all the darkness when God says I'll give you hidden treasures secret riches hidden in the darkness to find the treasure turn on the lights get Jesus shining out and what you what you would normally stumble over the darkness that you would stumble over in the darkness could be your life's greatest blessing so don't be the person stumbling over the treasure chest and not seeing the value of the jewels inside because you chose to live in the darkness. Ask Jesus Christ to enlighten something in you this Christmas season. Say, Lord, I want to know you better. I want to have the light that was prophesied all the way through the Bible that, that the Messiah was coming, that the Savior was coming. And when Jesus came, he shone that light for every human being. I hope Jesus may begin to shine out of your, out of you to illuminate the path before you and bring you into a place of peace, of great purpose, of happiness and fruitfulness in life.
because that's what God created you to discover. So I want to pray for you this morning. Oh, this morning, I'm stuck in mourning. I want to pray for you tonight, receiving so that you may receive the light, so that you may see the treasures that God has before you and that you may find the path that God wants you on. So why don't we just bow our heads this morning? Uh, this morning, where am I stuck there? Whatever time of day it is, we're going to pray right now. So perhaps if you, if you uh, particularly you might feel like you've been stumbling around life in the darkness. You're not really sure of any purpose at all. It's not, not a bad thing. Most people have been there. But I want you to, to receive this prayer today. And from this moment, say, God, I want to rededicate my life to you. I don't want to live in fog. I don't want to live in darkness. I don't want to live missing out on the richness of your treasure that only has my name on it, that only has my name. So maybe you could just indicate to God as I pray that, yes, help me, Lord. So Jesus, I just pray today for every person here, every, everyone who's felt that feeling of not sure about purpose, not sure about the future, stumbling in darkness. Lord, I pray that your light will shine this Christmas into their life, into their family, into their circumstances each day in which they find themselves in. And Lord, I pray that people may live in freedom and breakthrough and may this Christmas be fruitful and blessed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.